On this episode of the Voice First Podcast, we're talking about our 2019 goals. Don't forget to enable our flash briefing, Voice First Tech, and give us a rate and review on the podcast outlet of your choice. It's 2019. It's a brand new year, and it's a time for people to set New Year's resolutions. It's a time for people to say, what I did last year was great. It's a new year. I want to make a change, and then we set goals for an entire year. It's time for Voice First to do the same. So today we're going to be ideating on 2019 Voice First. What are we going to be working on? What's in the works? What is our goals? The problem that I see with a lot of resolutions and what I think more and more people are starting to see with resolutions is that it's very hard to maintain them after the first month, maybe even the first couple weeks. People set these high, big change resolutions and they expect it to just continue to happen. Um, I think... The biggest problem, though, is that these resolutions are not open to change. We set these goals, and very similar to the waterfall method of developing software, we set these high goals that are expected to last a long time, and setting these rigid goals leaves us unable to make any changes based on the new day. So what I want to do with these goals is to give us something to shoot for, a target that's high in the sky. That way we have a path that we can walk down, but allow ourselves to be open to change so that if we don't hit these goals or if we decide to take a left instead of going right, we're still happy with the path we're going down because we're still headed towards the broader high-end 10x goal that we've shot at at the beginning of the year. So we're going to set the goals now. That way we have something and we've set a thing. And then when new information comes, when new actions are performed and we all of a sudden no longer want to pursue that, we're going to give ourselves the flexibility to be able to go back readdress them, talk about it as a team, and to try to figure out the new path that we want to set. And that's called a pivot. Pivot's a big buzzword in software development in the startup community. Um, We want to fail fast so that we can learn faster, but we want to make sure that we're always heading in the right direction and we're staying consistent with our goals. So to start, I'm on a whiteboard, a little chalkboard. I'm going to start with just 2019, and um, I'm going to lay out a timeline all the way across and let's start with where we're at right now. Jan one for January 1st, we have um, my dry cleaner with uh, six dry cleaners already on Jan four. We had our seventh dry cleaner join and this dry cleaner was organic traffic. None of us uh, drove them to the site. None of us had to sell them. Just they, they found us through probably one of our tweets and then were able to come and join in with us. Now that we have that, um, we want to make it faster for people to onboard. We want it to continue to grow so that we can have more organic traffic. But we also want our customers to under, to know what the next step is because right after they booked and signed up for my dry cleaner, they sent voice first an email that said, Hey, we signed up. We would love to know what the next step is. Our customers should not be the ones that email us to ask us what the next step is. When they buy our product, they should know they should feel empowered to own their experience and they should know what it is they can do. And they should have the power to change their app, which is impossible right now. So the next thing that we want to do is to update my dry cleaner to Jovo version two. And the reason that we want to be on Jovo V2 is that, nice haircut, 
is that um, with Job OB2, it's the first step towards us being able to move all of our backend code for all of the apps, all of the dry cleaners into one single code base. So that way we don't, we have to do less when we add on a new dry cleaner rather than having to spin up an entire new copy of our backend by having everybody in one backend, we just have to update a database and then the backend will read from that database, which is going to make it much more scalable and be able to change faster. So my dry cleaner Jovo V2, I think is the first thing that we need to do because that leads us on to the bigger path of my dry cleaner having one backend code base. That's going to allow it to be more scalable. Um, yeah, so once we have the backend code base, it's going to be easier to add people onto our backend of the My Dry Cleaner app. Uh, from there, we need to make it easy. From there, all that we have to do is publish a front end skill, which is going to be a lot less steps. It's going to be a good next step. So once that happens, we want to continue to empower the dry cleaners to be able to modify their apps as they see fit rather than the the gatekeeper being us. I don't want voice first to be the gatekeeper. I want us to be Yoda teaching Luke, who are the dry cleaners, that they have the power. It's within them. I just We need to give them the tools that help them to realize that. So give them more tools, make it a single backend code base. Um, that is what I would like to get done for, for January with my dry cleaner. I think if we have one uh, single backend code base and we can get plus one dry cleaner. That's going to be positive momentum because that would mean for the month of January, we had two dry cleaners join on organically, which gives us positive momentum for the rest of 2019 to get on a lot more dry cleaners. And we're stretching ourselves further. We're not, we are content. We're very happy with the fact that we got a parents plus the new dry cleaner, but we want to make it better. We want to get another dry cleaner on to be able to do that. Also, in January, we have an event uh, called the Alexa Conference, hosted by Voice First FM. Uh, thank you, Voice First FM, for all of the opportunity you're providing us and for inviting us to join into this event. We are very excited to come and collaborate with the Voice community. And present. And present, because we got invited five startups in five minutes. Voice First is going to be there to talk about the apps that we're building, the moves that we're making, in a very brief segment to try to help the leaders of the voice community understand how we're participating to hopefully get some good feedback from them on how we can improve and also maybe to form some partnerships that we don't already have. Um, the dates for the conference are January 15th to 17th. You sure? Okay. 15 to 17. Alexa conference is January 15th to 17th. Um, we need to go all the way across the board. <laughs> That's the end of January. So this is Feb. My dry cleaner gets improved. Um, here, at this point, we'll have two people subscribe to the service. Uh, so at that point, I think we should switch over uh, towards tidy house cleaning. So this, once this is once we finished up January, my dry cleaner should be in a state where the entire back end. Is just one single backend, no matter how many people are using our service. So then our choke point is scaling up the front end service, which I don't know how to visualize scaling up the front end service yet. And rather than trying to plan something that I don't fully understand, I'm just going to 
set that off for the future. So house cleaner. And in addition to house cleaner, which we've already built, I also want to add on another service um, and stretch ourselves further than I than what we would be comfortable with and put us outside of our comfort zone. So come up with another uh, service-based industry that we can jump into that is similar to house cleaning and dry cleaning uh, that we have not jumped into yet, which is potentially painter. Um, any other ideas for simple services that are similar to house cleaning and dry cleaning that we could pursue? Is You think food's similar to house cleaning and dry cleaning? I would say if we're going to do that, then why not just do all of them? So make something that all industries can use. Why, you know what I'm saying? It would just Okay, so maybe abstract. Abstr abstract our app to just overall services rather than focus. Kind of Any service that you ordered your house. And it's like all service. House cleaner. Okay. Alright, so I want to publish that. Um, Samir House Cleaner's already using Jovo V2, right? And so we'll need to update this with the back end. Um, I think that updating that with the back end. put the new stuff from uh, Dry Cleaner into the, that's it. But, you know, everything okay. from like when I was working on it, I did it. House Cleaner. Um, January, I also want at some point one upward gig. <clears throat> I want to have one upward gig accepted. That way um, we can pay our employees more, pay our teammates more. So that I think is going to require 20 applies, which will lead to one upward gig being accepted. Uh, so far for 2019, we have applied to about seven different Upwork gigs. So we'll need, it, it, it's really not difficult. There are new Upwork gigs coming out every single day. People need to build these voice apps. Uh, so it should be us. We're, we're a young, innovative team. We have a desire and passion to communicate and collaborate with people and help them realize the full potential of their ideas. So we just need to be consistent on Upwork. Every day, one of us needs to go on and apply for one to two gigs. And then that will just keep the ball rolling. And it's, an, it's a numbers game. It will work for us. We just need to continue to do it because it's worked in the past for us. And Upwork's a growing platform. So for February, maybe, every, I guess, one per month. Yeah, um, I'd like one gig, one Upwork gig per month. One gig on Upwork each month uh, up until May. January we can define really heavily because it's right here, it's it's the present. But the further away we get from right now, the less confident we are in the oh, goals that we define because they're gonna change. January, February, March, <coughs> April, May, June, July, August, September, October, November, December. February is when we're working on, so January, solidifying my dry cleaner. February, working on expanding the service into new industries, uh, house cleaner, painter, abstract, Angie's list. After February, uh, 
I would love for us to grow into an unfamiliar realm. Um, so new R&D project. Um, no, we'll wait on new R&D project until April. March will be, we'll be growing the platforms that we have. So it'll be focused on continuing to grow the My Dry Cleaner. So in, in February, um, to grow from the number of dry cleaners we have there, I think we should get another five dry cleaners, plus five dry cleaners. That doesn't, if we're able to get two this time, if we could, I think doubling it would be good. So four, now 10x goals, 50. Now, realistic. 30. 30. 30 dry cleaners at the end of February. One upward gig, get house cleaner in there. Um, I'd like at the end of back moving back to January, 500 Udemy students. I think that's possible. We we found last month so many people joined because of the connections we were able to make on other podcasts. The podcast has been a really good platform for us to find new Udemy students by sharing it, giving it away at a discount or giving the course away for free. If you want to take the course, um, message us, send us a voice message, shoot us a tweet at voice first tech on Instagram, on Twitter, find us on Facebook. We can, if you don't have the money to get the course, let us know and we'll send you either a discount code or we'll give it to you for free because we think, Learning how to build voice apps should be democratized. Everybody should have access to that information. So we want to help you figure out how you can build the future of voice. So all 500 Udemy students at the end of January, right now we're at about 350. So I, I don't think that that's a challenge at all to get us up to 500 students. At the end of February, um, 750 Udemy. March, we'll break 1,000. No. What is our growth? We should we should our goal should be to whatever our trend line is, go above the trend line. Are we growing at two times students per month? About yeah. So maybe our goal should be a thousand by March. Okay. Okay. One thousand. Like right? No, no, no. So a thousand right where you're writing should be two, and then the one before it should be one. Got it. You know. February we should have a thousand. March, we should have 2K Udemy students. And if we don't hit those, why, when we hit there, when we get to that moment, why don't we have them? Yep, I, I agree. I agree, you're right. April, 4K Udemy. May, eight K Udemy. 16K Udemy. Wow. 32K Udemy. What's the most 
students in a Udemy course? That is a really good question. I know that there are hundreds of thousands of students in some Udemy courses that I've seen, especially on development. The, these, this is definitely a big buildup. That should be the standard, though. We should. That's what we should be like. We're not effing around. Like we're trying to be big. You know, this is serious. Five twelve k on Udemy. All right, so Udemy's not defined through the rest of the year. We've got. So this time next year, we should have a million. Yeah. Are we talking about money or students? Students. students. Number of students. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. A million dollars on Udemy. That would. That will be great. That would be great. We need to start putting out more content. Theme for January yeah, is, right. is my dry cleaner stale. I've got two videos to make. Yeah? But only when you're like for fun, maybe. You know? Like, you know, I only like to do one thing Yeah. Then it's so after my dry cleaner scale, it's expand services. After expanding services, March is going to be back into scale existing services. Scaling existing services. So in March, we're scaling the existing services by um, instead of having, so we have adding 30 dry cleaners in March. Uh, we want to add another another 30 or increase the number. So in March, following these goals, we're going to have 38 dry cleaners. We're going to have 38 dry cleaners. If we have 38 dry cleaners and we can advertise that we have 38 dry cleaners, that's going to give us a lot of clout because people will see our track record. So going on that pace, I think we, I think we could double the number of dry cleaners because the market hasn't been tapped yet. I think we'll see a big shoot up and then it'll level off once we, we'll, we'll get like this initial wave of dry cleaners and then it'll kind of steady off. So I think we could double in March and get up to 60 dry cleaners. Uh, so plus another 30, I guess, plus another 30 dry cleaners. Um, it's and then, I know, right? Your goal, I think 60, just right, 60 total, you know, it's more, it's easier to track. Okay. 60 total dry cleaners. For house cleaners, we want, if house cleaners gets released here, we will have a proof of concept house cleaner. Um, That'll be released uh, this month, this week. Hopefully we can find, here's another thing that we'll want in February, find the dawn of house clean. Find, find who, who can help us to scale. Dawn of house cleaning. Who can help us to scale? Who has all the connections? So that way they we can form a hopefully form a partnership with them in some way. Um, so that way they can be incentivized to find us more dry cleaners because they love the product, but they can also use the product themselves because they own house cleaning services. So with that partner, then we should be able to grow at the rate that my dry cleaner was growing in the past, which should be uh, six total. House cleaners. So now we've got six house cleaners. We have 60 dry cleaners, 2,000 students, and we will want another upward gig. 
Moving into May. So that's scaling existing services. Oh no, April. In April, this is the last full month of the entire team being together in 2019 before people graduate and we start to shift on the, the U.S. train. So in April, the last month with the entire team, what can we do to really expand and keep pushing us? Um, well, we'll just uh, I extrapolate those numbers, and then I think every every week we can look at the roadmap and see what we want to tweak, or yeah. maybe once a month. Yeah, maybe. In, yes, yes. So I should just set goals for the same numbers rather than trying to think of new things every single month. Yeah. Just keep growing the numbers that we have at a reasonable rate. I think we can increase our goals, but we can't decrease them. And we can also decide not to aim. Like, say we, we say – Oh, we're trying to do 2,000 Udemy students. Well, if we get a huge influx of people, dry cleaners, and we have a lot of things to do for dry cleaner, and we're scaling, and we it's just blowing up, we can put things on the side, but we have to explain why we did that. Why did we not hit this goal? Mm -hmm. Was it acceptable or unacceptable? Mm -hmm. Yep. Set, set high goals. Give feedback. Set new goals. Give feedback. Set new goals. 60 total dry cleaners in March should lead to 100. It's going to be growing 20. more than 30. So uh, you think a double of 120? Yeah. Okay. Hundred and twenty dry cleaners. One upward dig. Upwork is here for us to have temp short-term income. So we can continue to make investments in our long-term goals. And if you guys know any other events that we have in here, like the Alexa conference that I'm forgetting about. There's a few, but um, I will. Uh, it should include events like like startups, like how to grow, how to build personnel. Startup week will be in uh, March or April, Columbus Startup Week. I've been trying to message them about their meeting time so that we can go there. I messaged Jan and said that I was trying to get him to come to Startup Week, but he's focusing on developing his product so he can't come. So we could try to bring another speaker related to voice to Startup Week in Columbus. Columbus Startup Week is somewhere in there. May, we have graduation and end of school year. Yeah, UTFL. So we'll get up to 24 dry cleaners. We will start. It'll be a move to Denver. Denver move. 24 house cleaners, 240 dry cleaners. Uh, that's the first stop on the U.S. on the U.S. journey for Voice First. Cleaners, 24, 240. And what's um, the U.S. journey? I guess. Uh, it's us traveling around the U.S. Selling more products, going to more conferences, going to more meetups, trying to spread voice first around the U.S. 
So that way we can spread awareness of our company. We can find uh, partnerships that we wouldn't have been able to find before because of our physical location. And then just capitalizing on that, trying to make new connections because we're, we're interacting really well with the community here. Um, we're going to the Columbus Alexa meetup group and and uh, we're going to the Columbus Alexa meetup group and we're going to events that are nearby here, but we're not going to South by Southwest. We're not going to um, Google IO. Well, we're, we're talking about going to Google IO. We're not going to uh, AWS RE, reInvent, AWS reInvent. Like all these are major conferences that we're not going to. And I think that us traveling and meeting people that aren't in the Columbus area are going to help us, especially being able to travel to tech capitals like Denver and Seattle and California. And that's the plan is to spend the first, these six months from May until December, staying out West and traveling West because that's where a lot of the tech culture is. And then spending the next six months doing East so that we fully paint the U.S. And we can have voice first stickers in every single state. And we can have com customers and companies working with us, partnered with us in every single state. It's, it's going to be a new opportunity to find companies to partner with. So that way we can keep growing. May, June. Uh, I believe June is Montana. And uh, Seattle. June is Montana and Seattle. We want to have 48 house cleaners. Four hundred and eighty dry cleaners. One upward gig. Upward gigs are going to definitely be harder on the move, but it's going to be a cool learning experience for whoever's owning those because it's going to be a lot of ownership with a lot of freedom that comes along with that. After Montana and Seattle, it'll be July. And that will be, oh no, it's, it's Salt Lake City in Seattle. Or it's Salt Lake City in Montana. So Montana and Salt Lake City. Montana and Salt Lake City. Then Seattle is June, or it's July. Ooh, that'll be awesome. Seattle in July. Seattle move. July. August is um, August is uh, what is it? Portland. Portland, Oregon. Uh, July, August is Cali. September is also Cali. Um, and then August, September, October, I got to be getting some of these moves wrong. This one's also Cali. And then we have, uh, after Cali, we have uh, Nevada, Las Vegas. Las Vegas. Back into, back into Ohio for Christmas to see family and then get ready for the next season. Upper gig, house cleaners, dry cleaners, dry cleaners, dry cleaners. Wow. 960 dry cleaners for the month of July. 
96 house cleaners. 1 upward. And that, then we got Portland. So we will have 0, 2, 9, 10, 11, nope. 6 is 2, 9 is 8 is 9, is 1. Dry cleaners. Ninety-two house cleaners. So dry cleaners and house cleaners are differing by a factor of ten each time. House cleaners, dry cleaners, upwork. Da da da, California. Nineteen. No, we already had nineteen twenty. That's going to be a ton of dry cleaners, but. How many dry, Alexa, how many dry cleaners are there in the United States? Nope, neither of you were correct. Thank you for playing. Um, nine is eight. One is three dry cleaners. It starts to feel very distant and less physical and more ideas as we get out towards November because so much and is like going to change. It starts to slow down. What? And like you said, it will start to slow down after, after the first cruise. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm sure we're going to come up with new products to do because once these are scaling on their own, they don't, they need one person to own them to keep adding features, but the rest of the team can move on to a new greenfield to, to attack. We don't all need to just sit on house um, November should be a good month for like, uh, like you, you know, like how there's like Amazon specials on like Alexa's and the holiday start. So, yeah, you're right. So, you're right. August, September. So we should start thinking. Well, not now, but like when it comes, you know, closer to that time, we should start thinking. Hey, what are we going to do to capitalize on capitalism? <laughs> how do we capitalize on capitalism? <laughs> Yeah. Capitalize on capitalism in this month is where there's going to be a lot of hardware sales. Yeah, cap. I, that's probably the best term that we can use. Capitalize on the capitalism. Hashtag Black Friday. And then for December, we'll capitalize on holiday, more holiday sales. So we can um, discount products or discount services because we do services. Hey, Google Up products. Discount services. We've got dry cleaners. Dry cleaners needs to move forward so that four doubles to eight, eight doubles to 16, three doubles to seven. And then it's 768 house cleaners. One upward. No. October, November, December, 
getting less space. Zero doubles to zero, eight doubles to 16, six doubles to 13, seven doubles to 15. Wow, okay, 15K dry cleaners, if that many exist. Uh, and then this doubles to 1,536. House cleaners. And I spelled house as hose. Clean. Last month, at the end of the year, at our rate of doubling, zero doubles to zeros, six doubles to 12, three doubles to seven, five doubles to seven, five doubles to 10, one doubles to three, how are, are you shooting, are you increasing the number or did I do the math no, wrong? I'm, I'm, I'm talking about the business that exist in the, in the US. Oh, you think it's 30K? Around 35K. You looked it up? No. Okay, so we're, we're hoping to have nearly all of them at 30K. I'm just going to do 30K. We're going to reduce the barrier to entry so that every single dry cleaner should be using our technology. Every dry cleaner is going to be benefiting by using our technology because it's going to make it easier for customers to use and access their business. So we just need to reduce the barrier to entry for those dry cleaners so that way it's, there's no reason for them to say no. I feel like that's always been one of our philosophies is eliminate all of the reasons that anybody should say no and make it valuable for them to use the products that we want. And then house cleaners are going to be at 3K at the end of the year. And no... No upwork in December because reflection and relaxation. And I am definitely forgetting things. So if there's anything on your guys' mind right now, I'm going to kind of walk back and just talk through this again. Please feel free to shout. I'm thinking on night nights. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep, you're right. How do I include hack nights? And also with the hack night, we'll have the, the, we kind of mentioned the plan of you know going to different clubs and clubs. Yes. Yes. Maybe maybe one each month we pick a different club to infiltrate. That sounds amazing. Instead of going to a bunch of clubs all the time, maybe each month we pick a club. We go there consistently for that entire month, kind of like reap the rewards and give back to all of those clubs, but focus heavily on one each month. What's the biggest, what is going to be, what's the 80-20? What is the single club that we can go to that's going to provide 80% of the value? ACMW. I thought you were going to say that. Okay, so in Association February, computer machinery. Of should we start this in January or February going to clubs? January. Okay. ACMW meetups. I think that we should also do hack night. Um, in like the same room or right next door to that room because we could be there for Wednesday and say, oh, come Friday, this room, we're having hack night. So much easier. I like we'll that. be like, oh, that's easy, they'll come. Keep it on campus. February. All right, ACMW is off the list. What is the next thing? What's Out of all the clubs on campus, what are the ones that are going to provide the highest number of students that are interested in either using or having other people build voice apps? I'm thinking Business Builders Club. Business Builders. Business Builders Club is going to be a lot of people who are a little less technically minded, but a lot more business minded. So they probably have ideas. Mm -hmm. And with what we've built, the clout and customer base that we built here, 
I think it's going to show a lot when we go there and we talk about what we're doing. Hey, we just went and presented at the Alexa conference. We still have three more months to be able to build with this group. So it'll be a good time to set up relationships so that people who are in there might have the attention to want to build a voice up with us. So business builders club, meetups. All right. Next month, March, which club should we go to? Business Builders Club, ACMW, other clubs that are thinking that are in my mind. We've got Big Data and Analytics Association. We have AI Club. We have Open Source Club, Web Developers Club. Open Source, I say. Think Open Source Club? I don't know what they would do. I think AI Club and BDBB, whatever. BCA. Do those together because AI Club's what once a month. Mm -hmm. Is maybe? Well, it's it's two times a month. Oh, okay. But well, um, BDA is pretty good, but they are not developers. Those are business-minded people. But it's a good diversity of thought. Are you, Are you thinking do them both in the same month or different months? Yeah, do them both in the same month. AI Club B. And that'll be the last month. BDAA and AI Club, and then we have ACMW, Association for Computational Machines for Women, BBC Business Builders Club, Open Source Club, Big Data and Analytics Association, Artificial Intelligence Club, and then we graduate, we get the heck out of Ohio, and we shoot this company into the next stage. And before that, I think we should also take advantage of all the professors and PhD graduate students that are here. Like, I know, for example, the linguistics department has like meetings where graduates and professors get together and, and they present about what they're up to, what's the next tech, and all that good stuff. So we should take advantage of things like that. 100%. Do you know when those are? I mean, I received the emails, but so, I mean, you guys, them, like, can you like... Throw them in the Slack. What like screenshot it when you get the email, and then throw it in the Slack, and then we'll, like whenever we see it, we just put it in the Because I know like um, I do computational linguistics, and we have talks about computational linguistics and what's the latest like, technology, who's who in computational linguistics, and things like that, right? And I think it'll be the same for all the other departments. So that's huge, and they would know a lot more than just up undergrads, but you know. So we should take advantage of them while we're still in till, till May, right? Do you have the, could you go on the Buckeye Mail and like look up like the emails you've gotten in the past? I mean, from it? I can, but I think it might be best if we just sift through the departments that or yeah, the departments we want to uh, work with and see when are they holding certain events, right? Mm. And see how we can get in on those events. For sure, the linguistics one. Sure. Um, like computer science holds, they hold events all the time. Yeah, I think AI would be good. Yeah. AI and linguistics. All right, how can we act on that? I love the, I like it. How can I add that in for goals for the month of January? Yeah. We go on the ACMW meetup. We are already going to the Alexa conference. We want to continue to grow the products and what are those usually after classes on a night mm -hmm. and you mean like a lecture hall? Yeah. And then sometimes they're in the middle of the day, of course, but 
No, usually it's after. What should we call that? I think it's, for me, it would be considered networking and like development. Ooh, one professional networking event. Yeah. Because, because yeah, we're these are like peer networking events or student networking events where we're going to clubs. But professional networking event for the professors. Pro professor networking event. Hmm. I so think when professional you, would be when you said like, networking event. I was thinking, well, wow. What if? Do you think that? Um, the Alexa Meetup group for Columbus would count as one of yeah, those events? I, I would definitely count that as a professional. All right. Professional. So it doesn't need to be professors, but just networking. I mean, like, some of the people there are, you know, are doing voice stuff, right? And we should take advantage of that. Mm -hmm. It's like, hey, you're working on this project. How can we get in on that as well? Mm -hmm. Or what are you doing to see where we stand? I think we should what have one of the happy that should. Right? I think that should be every month, like, yeah. regardless of if we're here, because there's meetups.com. There's right now while we're here, you have that email list. Yeah. And that that should yeah. Um, there are people creating instructions for computers about how to digest language, and we can ask them, can we copy and paste your instructions into what we're building? One professional network. One professional net. What I'm going to shorten this to one pn. One pn. One pn. You think we need to find that anymore specifically, or that is good enough to set the intention That's that we want? Good to enough to set the intention that we want for now. Sick. One P. And realize that I put my hand in my pocket. Don't want to do that. One P. And one P. And one P. And so at the end of this year, we'll have gone to twelve professional networking events at a minimum. I mean, fuck, we'll probably do more. Excellent. That's going to be amazing for us. We're going to get a lot of business cards, a lot of connections, a lot of new ideas. We're scaling my dry cleaner. February, we're expanding the services that we are already offering. March, we're scaling the existing services. April, we're finalizing the time at OSU, finalizing the legacy. Then we expand. Jump off the launch pad, launch into the full U.S., um, Although we're already an international company, it's going to be physically leaving Ohio and continuing to grow. And then for June, the intention is to, ex I think, ex well, I guess scale. Because this is just starting and we're just getting in place. But here is creating systems for, uh, creating systems for, uh, national scale. Yeah, and I think when when you guys when this national trip is done, I think is it would be great to like reinforce some of the relationships that have already been created. Exactly. For example, if we did something, we created a dry cleaner for someone in Seattle, like a month or two from now. Hey, we're gonna be in Seattle. Um, we can go pass by, see how you use it, things like that, right? Or, for example, the Udemy course. It's like voice first tech live course or whatever. I don't know. And it's like, or things like that, you know? One of the most useful things to Airbnb's success was visiting their users live. They found someone that had a binder full of suggestions and way to improve the product. Yeah. Goldmine. That's one of their, what's one of the things they talk about most on their, when they do podcasts. I want to move. 
I want to move this over here. I, I think you're right. I think this in June is where we'll want to reinforce a lot of the relationships that we already have. It's like, fuck, we've got 48 house cleaners and 480 dry cleaners. Let's, let's reinforce those relationships. Visit, visit the ones that we can. Get them on a call. Maybe try to get owners on a podcast with us. And then we'll we'll create systems for no no this is the right order this is the right order we want to create the systems first and then reinforce relationships after we built the systems because the systems are what's going to enable us to have more free time to continue to pursue new ideas and new investments so then reinforce relationships will be after those systems have been built December is reflect. And be grateful. Um, no, November. November is capitalized on capitalism. That's it's already a good thing. October, August, and September. Reinforcing relationships after we reinforce relationships. It is, um, I think here we should focus on like the, the, the overarching idea is communicate successes. Like try to try to get on the New York Times, try to get in Forbes magazine. Um, communicate success. Well, just communicate the experience. We're, we're going to be, while I was with Pat, um, because of the podcast episode you guys did with the Buckeye Relief, yes, uh, we got contacted by um, another guy who's down in Cincinnati, and he is, he's releasing his line of um, medical cannabis products. No way. How did, so he, how did he find us? He found us on Pat's Snap story or Instagram story. Mm -hmm. So he wants to release their products of uh, THC and CBD products on Pat's online e-commerce store of Naturally United. And then they invited Pat and I to come on to 1870 Magazine and to, to talk about what we're doing there. Mm -hmm. So, like, 1870 is a Columbus-based magazine, which is awesome. It's a good start. But, like, communicate our, our experience nationally. Forbes, New York Times, Wall Street Journal. Voice is big. We, we saw that. The Alexa services crashed because so many people were getting their products on Christmas Day and setting them up. I think communicating our experience here in August is going to prime us to have a lot of national attention for the November when we're capitalizing on capitalism by communicating this now so that way the hype is built. Communicate experience and then, national media. I think there's a good setup for the next year too where, you know, at that point we can like you can start working with like incubate like tech incubators, you know, and investors. It's like once we have that exposure and everything and the customers, investors will come, you know? What, when is the Rev1 invited us to join their, what's it called, their learning lab? Customer learning lab. Customer learning lab. We can bring three people. Three people. And do you know when that is? I'm looking up right now. It's, I think it doesn't start till February. So February is, is it, is it going to, if it's going to take a long time to look up, don't worry about it. It's only three days. No, it's right here. Three days, three people. Two and a half days total. Rev one 
If you missed the Red One interview, we got to talk with the venture capital firm Rev One, and they invited us to join the customer learning lab. That episode was released yesterday. So just if you're on Spotify, scroll down a little bit, and then you can hear and listen to that episode. We talk with Peter Georgeff, right? Peter Georgeff, and he um, talks about how the process works for investment, scanning, fielding companies, bringing them through the process. If you're running a company and you want to learn more about venture capital, go back and listen to the Rev1, especially if you're in the Columbus area. You can learn more about one of the largest venture capital firms in the Ohio, Columbus area. February 26th, March 1st, and March 8th. Ah, okay. Columbus Startup Week. And um, uh, Rev1 Customer Learning Lab. These events are what make me really happy. Going to Columbus Startup Week, going to the Alexa Conference, going to Rev1 Customer Learning Lab. It's like all that stuff. It's legit as crap. Awesome. Um, Startup Week, April 8th to 12th. Ah, okay. When is that five out of five minutes? Uh, that's right here at the Alexa Conference. You say Startup Weekend is in April? Week. April 8th to 12th. And what, one more time for the learning lab. Um, uh, actually, no, there, there were three different March years. first, February twenty sixth, March first, and March eighth. March first and last one. March eighth. Okay. We start off this year by scaling my dry cleaner. Then we expand the services that we're offering. Then we scale the existing services before we finalize our legacy at OSU in order to travel the U.S. to continue to create systems for the national scale and start incorporating more remote work to empower the people that are working with us to live the lifestyles they want. Reinforce the relationships that we've already built with all of our companies as we've started to scale and we're starting to get a lot of companies and students to be able to reinforce those relationships so that they don't fall off the bus and we can continue to make them understand the power that they have. Communicate the experience with national media so that way the entire US and world understands what our mission is and what we're trying to do, what we are doing and what we have done. For the last September and October, the themes, um, I, I guess, scale, breathe in experience, breathe out new services. So I'm just gonna label them both scale and R&D. I, I don't know if any more specificity is gonna help. Scale and R&D. That way we can capitalize on capitalism and then reflect and be grateful for the entire year that we had. I think that's good. Looks like a good year to me. Huh? 